0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Alcoholics. I am your host, Terry Myers. I'm joined by my co host, Katrina Mars. Katrina, how are you? Doing well. How about yourself? Doing well. Doing so well. Why do you think we're doing well? We're
1: recovered from COVID. That's
0: right. We no longer have COVID. Yeah.
1: <laughs> wow, sound effects. <laughs>
0: I pulled that up. I was really sad. Nice. nice,
1: not having. Co- Unlike the Bidens, we didn't get a rebound case. That's right.
0: That's right. So suck it, Jill Biden and Joe Biden. You can't. We got over it and we're done. Mm-hmm. I don't have. The I don't,
1: doctor said, "Hey, maybe you don't want to take Paxlovid
0: because you'll get a. You might get a rebound case." And we're like, "Give it to us." Guess what, Doc? <laughs> Give me the drugs immediately. Mm-hmm. I want to point out something. I never want to take Paxlovid again. And I, I I say that for everybody who hasn't had COVID and potentially will get it and you're offered that drug, definitely take it. But just remember that the inside of your mouth is going to taste like a fucking morgue for the entirety nope. of the time that you're on. Five
2: it days. It was the
0: worst. I hate
2: it. How do you know what a morgue tastes like? Don't
0: worry about that. You're not, you're not here yet, technically. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, um, well... I mean, uh, let's uh, without further ado, let's introduce our let's introduce our guest. Unless you have other stuff that you wanted to talk about, no, I don't think so. We beat COVID. COVID's dead. Yeah, I don't even think COVID's real anymore. And you know,
1: you know what <laughs> I want to say? I'm really fucking pissed that I got an alert that Joe Biden's gonna offer a booster for the Omicron variant that after Labor Day. Mother is like, could you fuck. not have done this two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Two weeks
0: ago. Two weeks ago, two weeks ago we needed it. Yeah. Uh, two weeks ago we needed it and you're like well, what?" I think that's why Dr. Fauci's leaving <laughs> because Dr. Fauci was like how dare you let them get COVID uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how dare you it is so this is discre- we went two and a half years without COVID and... and then we catch it once oh cause we wanted to go to a fucking event <laughs> All because we went to a karaoke Because we wanted to be
1: inside with hundreds of people, all sharing one microphone. All sharing
0: one microphone while singing? Oh my God, it's bullshit. But yeah, that's just... (laughs) Anyway, we were super responsible and it was just a tragedy what happened to us. Um, Let's introduce our guest. On the heels of that, she has to co-sign that. Um, (laughs) uh, We would like to welcome our first-time guest, Shannon Fields. Shannon, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you very much for having me. I'm very excited to be here.
0: We're excited to have you here. So, um, number one, what are you drinking today?
2: Well, uh, my friend, I have. It sounds fancy. It's. Uh, what does STE mean? Like it's like if it. Sorry, hold on. So, is it like Sweet Chateau Michelle, or is it Estates Chateau Michelle? I don't know what it is. Uh-huh. It's the cheapest bottle of Riesling I could find. <laughs> uh, Washington States founding winery Okay. Um, across the country (laughs) yes washington um,
0: quote washington's oldest and most acclaimed winery features award-winning wines and unparalleled tasting experiences
2: never been there but (laughs) this is very good this um it's the uh 2021 oh a Uh, fine year
0: fine aged aged Uh, (laughs) so fine
2: probably bottled COVID. not gonna lie Um, (laughs) so it's harvest select sweet riesling columbia valley yeah it's pretty good i like me a good riesling
0: Mm. i'm a i'm a pinot grigio type of person if i'm going white wine i'm going pinot
2: i gotta go sweet i don't do dry wines
0: See that's Katrina likes sweet wines, right? To
2: be fair, I just don't like wine. You like?
0: Yeah, actually, that's I'm not. Honest. Yeah, that's true. You don't. You yeah, like dry al-
1: wine is disgusting. You like alcoholic? Oh yeah. I juice. could stomach a sweet wine, but like a dry wine, you like eat. You like drink ash, yeah. cigarette ash, and yeah. you're like, ooh, this is ta- this tastes so nice. That's why I
0: like Chardonnay. I'm like, mm-mm-mm, It tastes like someone's ashing a cigarette into my mouth directly, and th- thank, and thank you for that. <laughs> uh, Shannon, tell us about yourself. You're new. Um, could you actually tell us where you're from? Just because I know someone who's going to listen to this podcast and is going to hear the word and then is going to just start barking at the at the at their listening device. So go ahead and tell us where you're from.
2: Yeah, of course. Um, so I grew up in Shippensburg, Pennsylvania.
0: Mm, that's um, a, now. Let's pause there. That's the part okay. where they're going to be very upset because they uh harbor some crazy hatred for shippensburg isn't it multiple
1: like not just
2: one yeah
0: but like one listens still i think the (laughs) others. i think the others are like i'm done um uh
2: why did they grow up there because that would make sense
0: no they hate shippensburg because we all went to bloomsburg university so they have to hate shippensburg fair enough yeah because i guess go school um So (laughs) but sorry, now that I've done that, now that I've done that dumb bit for one person who's going to listen, tell us about (laughs) tell us about yourself and what stuff you do.
2: Yeah. So uh, right now I work in human resources, but uh, I am a stand up comedian. I've been doing stand up for three years. Uh, I have a degree in political science. I have my bachelor's from Penn State University. Uh, I have an associate's in international studies. I'm going to be uh, getting my certificate for financial planning. Um, Held a lot of jobs over the years. um, Worked really hard um, because I I didn't grow up in the best of situations. So I put myself through school while working full-time, going to school full-time, literally scraping by by the seat of my pants. And uh, so... This is kind of why this topic that we'll be covering today means uh, quite a lot to me.
0: Yeah, it also you you sound way more qualified than we are to do <laughs> to do any of it. You
1: have a bachelor's in poli science. That's
0: true, and and this is the only and, way you use it. And that's where my credentials <laughs> end. that's where all of the things that i've that's just it's over that's it that's the only place this meets i i have a bachelor's in poli sci and you can catch me watching uh cable news at random times (laughs) during the day
1: (laughs) all it takes uh shannon you said you have a podcast coming out soon do you want to tell people about that
2: yeah um so uh, I don't know if this is premature or not, but I'm um, sorry, Hal, if it is. But um, Hal, Framer, I, I one billion
0: percent was like it sounds too it, much of an. Sounds like infancy. a
2: podcast to me. <laughs> it sounds like
0: it's, it's in its infancy. I don't know if we know if we want to like throw it out there yet. I didn't know if you wanted to throw it out there, but Katrina's like, tell us Katrina about it.
2: Katrina's like, no, it's a podcast now, and I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> Katrina said it was, so if Hal says something, I'll be like, well, Katrina said yeah, it was. Yeah, my bad. It is.
0: Um, it is.
2: No, so, uh, you know, we're in the very early stages of putting a podcast together. I won't even tell you what it's named yet because I, you know, I don't want to jinx anything, but mm-hmm. um, keep an eye out on, on that. You can follow me on Instagram at Fields Research. Um, and if uh, something comes out soon about that, that's where you'll find it.
0: Mm-hmm. The Untitled Shannon Fields Project. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> do you have any, Um, uh, you do stand up comedy. Do you have any shows coming up?
2: I have one show coming up tomorrow night, actually. Um, So if anybody is looking for any last minute plans, um, (laughs) that's going to be in uh, Grandville, Pennsylvania at JMP Winery Comedy Under the Stars. It's on my Instagram. You can check out the flyer if Mm -hmm. you are very lonely this weekend and have nothing better to do.
0: (laughs) I also
2: probably have a roast battle coming up in October with the comedy zone. So that, um, go. I'm not officially booked on that yet, but, um, I I'm in talks for but it. But I mean, so.
0: it, you said it, you put it out in the world. So now it's definitely I'm
2: manifesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: It's yeah. on, I'll put it on my vision board if you'd like.
2: Um, <laughs> okay. Perfect.
0: <laughs> and we'll put this out. So, um, your show that you are playing in Grantville will be the 27th. We'll put this out at midnight so that it's uh, not a lot. perfect
2: <laughs> so uh if you are really lonely and have nothing better to do <laughs> no that's totally fine and uh, you know what even if it comes out after the show it's like it yeah, you know if you were cool you would have been there anyway
0: so it's fine yeah <laughs> true motherfucking losers go to the show <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a great lineup too so you'll be upset you missed it
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. i mean i i yeah I, but we will put this out one... Yeah, I, we, I think we usually do it... I, I try to usually put them out on Sundays, and I don't know why. Because it's like, why not put it out... I have no
1: idea. You're really particular about it for I'm no so reason that makes sense to me. unbelievably
0: particular for someone who doesn't edit this one bit. <laughs> for someone who, For someone who doesn't take one, like, one moment to edit out anything... I'm like I got to make sure this comes out at the right exact time cuz that's peak viewership baby and it's like no it isn't Sundays? <laughs>
2: so, <No>. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you're 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 relaxing on your Sunday. You got a bag of Lay's potato chips and you're like, "You know what I need? Some drunk motherfuckers to tell me some things about the world today."
2: That's hilarious. It's a it's that's I, I mean I can see the logic I can. I have a friend though who's an influencer and she like if she were listening to the right, this right now she'd be like, "Oh, he's doing it on Sunday?" No,
0: no. Yeah, it's got to go out on Wednesday at 4:58 p.m. <laughs>
2: exactly.
0: <laughs> that's peak Instagram time. I don't fucking know. Uh yeah. All right. Uh Katrina, do you want to get us started on our topic today? Absolutely. So,
1: We've got one topic today. One, and we've got one topic because we've been talking about this topic for what feels it's like years. Yes, <laughs> right, and
2: right. It's definitely enough. years, yeah. honestly.
0: We've been talking about this. To- we've been we've been screaming about it. Mm-hmm. We've been saying, hey. I don't know if you like winning elections or not, but this is a fucking good way to do that.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um,
0: we've been absolutely losing our minds about.
1: Yeah, that. and it's finally fucking happened. It's finally yep. happened because Joe Biden announced. Dark Brandon. <laughs> Terrain loves Dark Brandon. I do.
2: I need that comic. <laughs> right. I do. This episode on Dark Brandon.
0: On the, on the next. <laughs> Previously on Dark Brandon. <laughs>
1: So finally, finally, we've gotten our plan, mm-hmm. I believe yesterday, Thursday, yes. October 25th, mm-hmm. we finally have gotten the announced executive actions and government plan to address student loan forgiveness.
2: Mm-hmm. Cheers.
0: cheers. Cheers. It
1: took Absolutely so cheers. long, almost two years. No, I yeah. do want
0: to say, I think one of the things before we get into like the actual like nuts and bolts of this, Um, One of the things that uh, they were doing was holding off on, like, announcing until, like, right before the pause was set to end, Mm -hmm. which made me feel so good. (laughs) And I I loved it. And I'm like, ooh, I love when government waits to the last moment to do anything. Um, But they waited and they they waited until um, that time so that they can essentially own the news cycle. And I mm-hmm. thought that that was a good plan in the sense of, like, politics-wise. Trying to own the yeah. news cycle was great. Um, Biden's had a pretty bad before the <laughs> summer, and then he caught COVID and everything fucking went his way at some point. Um, but one of the things I was worried about was um, we already knew what we thought the plan was going to be. $10,000 mm-hmm. forgiven for, for um, uh, people with student loans. And I'm like, what would be a great idea would be to do more without people knowing you're going to do more. Absolutely. So you you set expectations low and surpass them. Beat the expectations that have already been set by you and the media and everyone familiar with you and the media. And that happened. Mm -hmm. That happened. And I was gobsmacked by
1: it. Honestly, yeah. That's what that poli-sci degree
2: gets you, man.
0: Baby! (laughs) (laughs) Poli-sci! Uh, Yeah,
1: honestly, I I totally understand the timing. I understand politically the timing. I just hated the timing. I think you said
0: said specifically on previous episodes, go back, run back the tape. Oh, yeah. You said that he should wait (laughs) until the last moment and then do it and we win the (laughs) midterm.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure i mean what happened you were like you you essentially wanted they could have pushed us back a month i'm pretty
0: positive you (laughs) i think the terminology that you sort of used was like you wanted joe biden to dom us and like candle wax us (laughs) until we like it'd be like oh i'm gonna i might forgive it maybe i won't and like burn us until he decided to like you know let us let us feel happiness is that that's what you did right
2: let us
1: feel happiness i tried bro. to say
0: it in the <laughs> least graphic way that i could <laughs> i feel tried...
2: like you guys should have your own little room at this point like, we're in the same the, room the chemistry is no i know you're in the same room but like i'm like oh gosh this is not the podcast i signed up for <laughs> no i was
0: just repeating verbatim what katrina said about
1: <laughs> i definitely didn't mention band candle, band candle play what, I mean... what you're
2: doing right now i'm sorry what's that <laughs> I said you're reading me fan fiction.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I wrote a lot of dark. <laughs> 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 sorry, sorry. Oh, Go ahead, Katrina. Why
1: don't we get into the Let's talk actual about, yeah. nuts and bolts? Nuts and bolts of this mm-hmm. um, action. It's not a bill.
0: No, it's um, a it's a no. an executive action that's done with Biden in Congress with the with the Education Department.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Number 1, the most important thing, the thing everybody was looking for. $10,000 student loan relief for single people earning under 125k or couples earning under 250k. And up to 20,000 in relief if you received a Pell Grant while in school. So the Pell Grant was the the extra thing
3: mm-hmm.
1: which I thought I thought was really really good like A mm-hmm. really great addition that I don't think anybody saw coming that wasn't a part yeah. of any sort of leaks, um, and
2: that was the game changer for me, too, because I had the Pell Grant. Mm-hmm. And shout out to Grown Up Poor, you yeah, uh, what, what? Hell yeah, Destitute. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <and> <laughs> uh, that's in the running for is, an
0: episode title, so let me write that down. Hell
2: yeah, Destitute. <laughs> um So I, not to interject here, but, um, I, so I went to hack first and the Pell, the grants that I got through FAFSA paid for my entire associates Mm -hmm. basically. Um, and then going to Penn state, I I had to get government loans and things like that. So the cool thing for me is that I got the Pell grant and I only have 17 K left in student loans. So I'm about to be debt free. Done. All goes well all goes well, mm-hmm. you know? Amazing.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. And I think That's that, so- I think that stories like that are incredibly important. I have a friend who also had a Pell Grant and has like $16,000 in debt. That debt's gone. We, I mean like not everybody is like, and we'll, we'll get to the, we'll get to the, um should this so person get cost. it if I can't yeah. get it? Oh, that mine was the, yeah, but, but it is, it is such a huge deal to so many people yeah. and and it is one of those things that's like that's other than like defeating Donald Trump that's why we elected Joe Biden
2: mm-hmm. exactly there were two things that mm-hmm. i promised daddy biden if i voted for him okay <laughs> All right, two things I wanted from him, okay, yeah. and it was not being Donald Trump and getting rid of my student loans, mm-hmm. and he has surpassed all expectations at this yes. point. Still not my favorite, but he has met my expectations.
0: I I'll tell you what, I don't want to vote for him in a primary, but, but I'm I'm not gonna pretend I didn't. that I'm not I gonna didn't pre-
2: vote for him in the oh, primary. Me no, no,
0: <laughs> either, and I probably won't again. But I will say, like, this is huge. Like, this is I, I one of the like, and I know we're sorry, I I, I keep jumping the gun. But like, this is a big fucking deal for a lot of fucking people. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and and a lot of us did not think, like a lot of us thought we would have to drag Biden kicking and screaming uh, to, and do, I to do anything. I've been working out. And we would have. We would have, look, security in Washington, D.C. is apparently so lax that we could just walk <laughs> up in the Capitol or walk up in the White House and like grip this motherfucker up and do whatever.
2: <laughs> Next week on Dateline.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was joking on a Purane podcast. My Rick's. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to prison. Sorry, Katrina. Continue.
2: <laughs> I'll uh, wait for you. Maybe I don't know her well enough. <laughs> let's yeah. uh,
1: let's talk about the. There are three portions of this. So the second one mm-hmm. is also very important. It's extending the pause through the end of this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, please. Yes, yeah. please. I love pushing this as far down the road as possible Mm -hmm. but they have so happy to
2: be a procrastinator oh yeah
1: (laughs) they have said this is the final the final extension i feel like they said it was the final one last time but i believe them this time they keep saying (laughs) it's
0: the final one
2: no i agree with you that i think this will be the final push especially coupled with this announcement of the debt relief i don't think they'll be pushing it again
1: yeah so last, last the pause is extended through December 31st, January. If you've got any debt remaining, that's when you're going to have to pay it. So
0: just remember in November when you start getting emails from Secretary Cardona and mm-hmm. you're like, how did this motherfucker get my email address? It, that it, they're—he's reminding you that we're going to have to start paying this again, and I know yeah. because before they did the pause the last time, I got a bunch of emails from Secretary Cardona mm-hmm. telling me that I was going to have to start paying student loans, and I'm like, "Nice try, man. We don't <laughs> believe you." <laughs> New email? Who dis? I'm not paying. This.
1: Mm-hmm. And this, like. I, I love the pause. The pause is really great for us personally mm-hmm. yeah. because we are going for that public service debt relief and it all yeah. counts.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It all counts. Yeah. So that's like... um. So if we started March 2020, that is almost three full years of payments that count towards our forgiveness.
0: Mm-hmm. Love mm-hmm.
1: it. Very big and that's, fan.
0: And again, that's another... like That is another thing that is huge for a lot of people.
1: A lot of people. A whole yeah. lot of oh, people...
0: Yeah. Are, like, I got my stuff paused, and I am going to get my loans forgiven because of public service work for X amount of time. And I
1: I believe the other forgiveness, like, just forgiveness for paying on it for 20 years or 10 years, I think this still counts towards that as well.
0: I believe so, yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: So it's very nice.
0: What's the other provision that you want
1: to do? The last provision, and I honestly think this is, like, another really big get that we weren't expecting and is so important for so many people is the new repayment option yes Mm
3: -hmm. Yes, the new repayment
1: option is amazing Mm -hmm. and it sounds so dry when you talk about it but when you actually like play with some numbers it's incredible Mm -hmm. so what they're doing they're going to offer a new repayment plan currently when you do income-based repayment there's like Three fucking options, and they're all kind of like, oh, give us most of your money. <laughs> <laughs> and it's still going to be terrible, and cool you're options. never going to pay it off.
0: I like those options. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but what one of, one of the things they're doing is they're – so currently when you do an income-based repayment plan, you only pay a certain percentage of what they call your discretionary income. And your discretionary income is based on the federal poverty guidelines. So what they're doing is they're raising the amount of the federal poverty guidelines they use from 150 percent to 225 Mm percent, which is like 10 to 15 thousand, yeah, depending on if you're single or a couple. Um, They're also decreasing the amount of your payment from what currently was the lowest amount of 10 percent of your discretionary income. Some of them were like 15 or 20 percent, which is a lot, to 5 percent of your discretionary income. Five percent. So, just to give you an example, if you're a couple earning $100,000 under the cheapest repayment option before, you were paying $1,200 a month combined. Now, you would be paying $450 a month combined. So that's
2: huge. That's, that's a mortgage a, payment. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a ton
1: of money. That's a, yeah. That's a ton of money. And in addition to that, they're not going to make... Your loan will no longer grow from interest while you're under this repayment plan and making payments, even if that payment is $0. Mm -hmm. So the people who've been just paying and paying every month, but their loan is just getting bigger and bigger, they're never paying it down, that's not going to happen anymore. The loan's not going to grow anymore. So I, I, this is the part of the of the whole plan that I think is so important and really impacts those people that are like, Oh, I've, I've got a hundred thousand dollars of debt. This doesn't do anything for me. This, this plan really does help everybody.
0: Yeah, I do think that wh- this was this is one of the most important provisions. But one of the things that we had talked about um, when it came out was getting rid of debt is great, and I think it's I think it's great. I think it's awesome. But one of the biggest problems is growing interest on your on your student loan debt. So you you've paid like X amount of a principal, but it is vastly overshadowed by how much you paid an in interest to the point where you're not making much of a dent in your debt. Mm-hmm. The, I, the, the fact that they are making this so that debt can't cross the, the uh, interest a uh, portion of the debt can't crush you is incredibly important. Incredible. The interest isn't
1: going to crush you. And the monthly payment is going to be so much more manageable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, um, one of the other things they did that I don't think will impact as many people is just that if after the forgiveness and everything else you're under $12,000, mm-hmm. if you have this repayment plan, it'll be forgiven within 10 years yep. of on-time payments, which is which is also great, but I feel like most people will have more than 12k at that point.
3: Yeah.
1: But it's just it's a I really a great combination of factors that I want to point out while the forgiveness is still up for maybe a court case being overturned mm-hmm. this repayment plan is totally within the parameters of what the education department can do they set repayment plans all the time i
0: mean to be fair the forgiveness of the debt is also within what the education it should department be. can do you know
1: yeah. we thought bodily atomity was in <laughs> you know yeah
2: no crazy remember mm. when we had all our rights like back
0: yeah in i know
1: i don't know i don't remember I don't trust the Supreme Court so much. So, oh my this God. one they I just can't. Went
2: on touch. A huge rant earlier today about that.
0: What, well, it's not hard. It's not hard. What do you think of um, Shannon? What do you think of the the full plan as a as a as a whole?
2: I think it's a great first step. To be honest, um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's in from my experience, it's the largest and most impactful step we've seen um, to address the student debt issue. I mean before we we kept getting promised um student death relief back under obama and like it it just was kind of one of those things that they kind of hung over our heads the democratic party held it over our heads and said if you continue to vote for us someday we'll mm-hmm. erase your student debt um you know everyone was talking about it during the primary and then of course as we've seen in other elections you know They start off with, yep, student debt forgiveness. And then slowly as the election cycle moves forward, things shrink, things fall off. Mm -hmm. Um, And this was really Joe Biden, when he took on the presidency, really dug himself into a hole by saying, you know, this is a non-negotiable for me. If you elect me president, I will address the student debt issue. And that was something that he had said countless times during the election cycle. So he, I mean... Yes. Does this feel like Joe Biden got backed into a corner and he finally delivered? Exactly. And the timing is not lost on us. Um, And they think it is. And, you know, we know that, I mean, of course he was going to wait till the very end of the most recent pause. Of course he was going to wait until the midterm elections. Like it, was it's not going to be news to us because I feel like the older generation of politicians, which is the only generation of politicians, <laughs> um, thinks that we're not paying attention and thinks that we're stupid. And, um, you know, it, on one hand, it's like, yes, this is a great step forward. On the other hand, it's not too little, too late, but it is still a little too late. Um, and thirdly, Um, Oh my gosh. There's a bug on my leg. Sorry. ADHD. <laughs> um, thirdly, I, there was a bug on my leg and that really that was third. threw me off. So, That's third. so what's the, third one. What's the Fourthly, fourth um, Uh I mean, it, it, they, they still have a way to go. And, you know, for example, I was, so I'm at my in-laws house. So I'm trying not to be too, too loud for reasons. Um, <laughs> But um, I told them what I was doing tonight, and it sparked a discussion. And one of the things that came up is just overall that the student debt issue is so complicated. And But it really just comes down to I, – I literally said this. I said, well, if we had offered universal education in the first place, then maybe this wouldn't be a problem. Mm-hmm. But we have just dug ourselves into a hole that, um, I mean, yes – more could be done, but it's more than than has been done. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I will say like one of the things that like that, like love him or hate him, uh, Joe Biden did more on this than he said he was going to do, mm-hmm. and exactly he, he was very clear about like when like during his during his presidential run, he said he would address student loan debt, but he did continuously say, "I'm probably capping out at 10000 over and over right. again, I'm capping out of ten thousand. And like we could have gone for people who wanted to get rid of fifty thousand or all of it. Um, but unfortunately at the time we did pick Joe Biden. So it was like we were in the Could a situa- have had
1: Elizabeth Warren, is could, all I'll say.
0: Could have had Liz. <laughs> we we were we were in a situation where we were like, okay, he says he's going to do this the The best case scenario is that he does what he said he was going to do. And truly, right. I don't know who got in his ear and went, "Hey, man, remember Pell Grants?" Like, I think that that is that is huge, and that is a that's a... so
1: huge, and it really impacts those who most would need it. Yes, because if you got a Pell Grant while going to school, that really means you had an incredibly low expected family contribution. Yeah. So, exactly. like this guy, zero, zero dollars. That
2: was mine. <laughs> is the expected uh family contribution for
0: me zero dollars mm-hmm. but yeah i I, th- I think that like this whole like i am this is one of those moments where i'm just like ooh, i don't like him but but this i is like a, him a
2: little bit better today
0: i like him a little bit better today because truly like this is someone who in this in this thing that was like one of the, the most important things uh specifically for me he kept his word. And he did more than what he originally said. And mm-hmm. I think that that's huge. I think that and
2: it's honestly a great political move for him. Yes. I mean, honestly, yes. Yes. if he's looking to run again in 2024, I I mean, People. we hope not. But I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's a good move um, and will do him well in the next election cycle um, because of that. Because, you know, we always hear from our Republican grandparents like, ah, presidents never say they're they'll do what they're going to do and they never do what they're going to say. And, um, I mean, I think that for a president who's looking for reelection, who is trying to kind of pull in a large, diverse number of voters, I think it was a good political mood.
0: Mm-hmm. Move. Yeah. Yeah. Let's real quick go to, um, cause I, I know we talked about, How much, Katrina, did you have, did you have specifics you wanted to talk about? Go ahead.
3: Um,
1: just the forgiveness aspect of this, Mm -hmm. um, the white house estimates 43 million people are going to benefit from the $10,000 or $20,000 forgiveness Mm -hmm. and 20 million people are going to completely have their debt wiped. Mm -hmm. And that is such a huge number. Yes. Like that's incredible. (laughs) that's incredible. And like, I think it, I think it is good that it focused on those like $125,000 a year or $250,000 a year. Those are decent numbers. You're, oh, yeah. if you're, if you're earning that much, you're middle class at bet, like at least. Um, yeah. so I think no, it's, my,
2: d- my dad is making nearly that amount of money and he that's way more money than he needs.
1: Yeah. So. <laughs> So so I think that they 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 picked a good income target. So obviously people above that amount aren't going to benefit from this, but they like they won
2: capitalism, it's fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Politically, it's like the 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 right is trying to make the argument like, oh, wealthy people are going to benefit from this. That's like, it. No, really doesn't seem like, like that's the case like, at all.
0: Oh, truly, no, they're not. The, they benefited from the tax cuts that you fuckers voted for <laughs> right? a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Like, like truly, this this is heavily like one of the things that that um people were worried about that that uh, Democrats were worried about when it came to um student loan debt was they were really worried about. Um, this the, the exact thing of uh, I don't want to help a rich kid pay for Harvard. <laughs> like mm-hmm. like truly, they were like I don't want to help. I don't want to help rich a kids rich go to kid, college. kid,
1: a rich kid going to Harvard isn't going to get. No. Federally funded student loans on their FAFSA. No. no, exactly. Like,
0: it's just they're not. And that's and that's one of like that's, that's one of the like false arguments that were mm-hmm. thrown up about this. And they they did this in such a way that it easily combats any of these arguments, any mm-hmm. of these, uh-huh. any of this like nonsense of you're just helping out wealthy like like wealthy kids, so you're subsidizing wealth. Uh, it's like really no, no, we're not. Like they stopped it at a specific amount. And I, always, I one of the things I worry, I I constantly worry about is. I think that the Democratic Party worries too much about means testing when it comes to uh, helping people. Mm -hmm. And they they often want to like... They often are like, we need to make sure that we have a cap that that shows that we're not helping rich people. And I, I often like, I'm like, whatever. Guys, I don't just think do it's necessary.
1: Me- it's not it, necessary, it, but I think it's, I think the amount they ended up choosing is yeah. good.
0: I think in this, a quarter
1: million dollars for a couple is probably
0: fine. In this case, <laughs> like, I think they, I, in this we're case, not leaving I, anybody out that really needs in it. In this case, I think they hit the target. And I think that, that I think that they did a good job. Yeah. I, I'm not, yeah. I, I, this is a rare time where I don't have too much of a <laughs> criticism of the Biden administration besides, Hey man, why not 50? But like, and, and, but like I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine. I I, get, I know we're not done. And I know it, we're not done.
1: What I, I really, really think that the income based repayment option that they have offered That's is going to help so many people. That's huge. Like it's, yeah. it really is gonna, I, like I said, a, a couple earning a hundred thousand dollars is going to be saving $800 a month. That's huge. That's like, that's such a big deal. Mm-hmm. And I really, I hope, I think that when I got the update on my phone that said, Joe Biden forgives $10,000, I'm like, whatever. That's what we knew was going to happen. And when I looked into it, I was like, oh my God, this is actually really good. Mm-hmm. So I hope that most people did that because that, I, I I cannot overstate how much that is going to help people like actually having that option is incredible and even if you are higher income if you qualify for that that's huge that's so huge
2: and I don't think a lot of people see when you grow up on you know the kind of economic situation that you need to be to get a Pell brand um, you think of money differently and so it's I think of money in relation to other bills right so you Mm -hmm. tell me $800 a month I'm thinking two car payments I'm thinking if not a mortgage parent payment then a good decent sized chunk Mm -hmm. of a mortgage payment I'm thinking I can put that money towards other debt that I have you know credit card credit card debt is still a huge issue that we're dealing with in this country Um, I mean there's just so much and people who are looking to Take the next step in their economic future are really going to benefit from this. People who Mm. want to buy houses, people who want to start businesses. I mean, people want to start families, right? People who
0: want to start a family. Yeah, they love
1: to call the millennials out for not having families, and then
0: yeah, (laughs) yeah, maybe this will help. Well, guess what? Now I got the money to have nine kids, so come get some.
2: Yeah, right. (laughs) I mean, it's just like you that it's just, like you said, it's huge. And like, for me, um, I'm planning to buy a house and right from up until this point that has been, okay, great. I'm going to buy this house, but I also have $17,000 worth of student loans. I'm going to have to deal with too. Mm -hmm. Now I can go to look for that house without that on my shoulders. Mm -hmm. And listen, in this economy, Maybe I might buy a nicer house because I don't have to pay mm-hmm. seventeen thousand dollars in student loan debt. Yeah. Just thinking of how much and it, and I was reading an article today that was saying like for poor people, more money means paying off debt means savings mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. poor people don't go out and usually buy like brand new things when they have more money. They are struggling every single day to meet their obligations, and so this is just going to boost the economy i mean Mm -hmm. you can talk all day about you know what the tax ramifications what the inflation ramifications are going to be but the reality is is that this is going to put so many people in a better place and the long-term effects of this are going to be just unimaginable Mm -hmm. i mean actually not unimaginable i mean if i if i were an economist i could sit down and and run the numbers for you but i'm not an economist but i mean we're going to be seeing a lot of articles a lot of research in the next few weeks about how this will impact us long term and yes some of that's going to be negative but a lot of it is going to be positive
0: yeah i i just the the increased purchasing power for younger people and by the way exactly by the way one of the things that they pointed out was a lot of older not like not old like like a lot of older people also have student loan debt. Like this isn't necessarily just a young like a something for young people. However, ha- this this takes something that like young people's fucking future was stolen from them. Like mm-hmm. we we had to deal with so much absolute nonsense. We are blamed for like, young people are blamed for I, – I, am I considering myself young? I'm 31 now.
2: Um, no, but we're all young people we're nowadays. All, I mean, we're all millennials. It doesn't matter if we're Gen Z or or anything like that. I have a rant mm-hmm. about that too, but yeah. I mean – Look, we're, we're all
0: killing the diamond industry, and it doesn't matter how old we are right now. Um, yeah. But, but like, changing the purchasing power for these, for these people and giving them the ability to uh, – Purchase a home, start a family, start a business like people have people are going to have much more economic freedom and mobility than they had previously. And I think as a whole, that is good. That is something that is a good thing that government does. It shows that government can act in a way that is beneficial to its people. And that is what we need as a country. We need to be doing better, doing more things to benefit the vast majority of people rather than the vast majority of corporations and billionaires. And mm-hmm. and I, I think right. like, this is just good. This is just abject. Like this is just good. Can we really quick go to the arguments against, which is well, that's not fair. I, I had to pay. Now I went to the, sc- I went to school in 1980 where it cost $14 and a pack of spearmint gum to get a fucking four year education from, uh, I don't know, Try to help me. School, Barber. name a school. Thank you. I couldn't name a, oh man, couldn't name a school to save my life. Um, but like, like I, I, I'm seeing, I'm not seeing it from people in my ilk, but in other ilks, we're seeing a lot of people that are like, well, I saved. And I w- saved responsibly. I hustled and I to hus- pay
1: off my debt.
0: Hustle culture. I worked seventy-five hours a day to make sure that I was getting money to pay off this because it was a contract I signed. Shannon, what do you think about that argument?
2: I'm so glad you brought it up because that is exactly the conversation I had with my future in-laws today.
0: Mm. And congratulations.
2: So, you, well, not <laughs> quite yet. I'm so Not quite yet. You said Um, future. Future. This is manifesting. Manifesting. Um, Oh my god. Um. So okay, let's let's start off with, you know, I had the conversation. It was a little a little tumultuous. It was the first time it ever really been brought up. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um. And then I was like, you know, I was like, oof. You know, we only been dating two years. Like, I don't want to ruin a good thing. (laughs) So I was like, okay, well, you know, I was like, you know, I respect you guys. I love you guys. And I appreciate the intelligent conversation that we've had today because they were very, you know, it was a very respectful conversation. I appreciated that because you don't always run into that. And we were all appreciative for that. So I'm sitting outside and my future father-in-law comes out and he, and I was like, oh, here we go. And he, he comes out and he sits down and he was like, so do I get compensated? I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, well, I paid off my student loans. What money am I going to get back from the government for this? And I said, okay, fair question. Um, let's start off with you shouldn't have had student loans to pay off to begin with. Mm-hmm. Your experience also wasn't fair. Yeah. it Like, none of this is okay. The student loan, student education system in this country is – ruined sorry my my boyfriend's leaving
0: me i live. just saw um, that you, you i saw that you like legitimately made eye contact with someone <laughs> that was the thing that got me just the eye contact <laughs> sorry go ahead
2: no it's okay so this <laughs> has been broken for so long but the question you know of course everybody wants to know you know how do i benefit and it's not fair that this happened too late for me And you're right, it absolutely is not fair. Mm -hmm. Now, what do we do about that? Is it feasible for us to go to every single person who ever went to college, who ever paid off loans and say, here's your money back? It's not. (laughs) It's really not. And that's another problem that we have. But what it really comes down to is to solve a problem We have to solve it in parts. We can't solve it all at once. Mm -hmm. And the best and easiest and most logical thing to do is to start now, is to start with what we can control, Mm -hmm. right? And that's what is so important about this move, is that this is a stepping stone, a big stepping stone, to fixing things for future generations and Mm -hmm. for making sure that the boot of student debt doesn't crush my children, my children's children, as it has almost crushed me Yeah. and crushed my, my dad never got his college degree. My mom got her college degree. Her parents paid for it. My grandmother on my dad's side, didn't get her bachelor's until she was 52 because she didn't have the means to, to go to school. And, you know, we can start now and maybe someday down the road, we'll find a way to, you know, recognize that what you went through, but I also can't track down and and you know this might not be the right comparison, but it's similar in the logic. I cannot track down the descendants of every single white plantation over, owner and tell them to give money to every single slave that was owned by their ancestors. Mm-hmm. I can't yeah. do that. Yeah. It would we like to absolutely, but I can't punish future people for the problems of the past. And that's what, that's the opposite issue of what Mm -hmm. we're dealing with is we can't fix what we've already done. Mm -hmm. We can only move forward.
0: I will just on, on, I'll to go with that. Um, I disagree, and reparations are a thing that need to happen immediately. Um, no, but- absolutely, I agree. <laughs> I'm kidding. I agree I'm not, with you. Shannon. I swear to God, I'm not putting you in an anti-reparations <laughs> position right now. You're good. Don't worry. Cancel Shannon immediately. We need to cancel Shannon. I'm going to fucking tweet about this immediately. Shannon is absolutely anti-reparations and she's done. She's done for. You cooked, Shannon. Like before
2: my podcast even takes off.
0: You cooked. The untitled Shannon Fields project is done.
2: (laughs) Um, And, you know, so I made the point to him too. I was like, listen, I completely understand your frustration, right? It's almost like if you went to go to get a cheeseburger at McDonald's, and then McDonald's called me up and said, Hey, you owe me $5 <laughs> like that. I understand is your logic. And that mm. I understand is what's frustrating for you is paying for something that you're not getting, yeah. but also let's talk about where your tax dollars are actually going.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Right. Yeah. And he was like, well, our taxes are going to have to pay for this. Our taxes are going to have to pay for that. Your children's tax are going to have to pay for that. And I was like, yeah, good.
0: Yeah. I right, wish thing. it would. Here's the thing. And this is the thing that I think a lot of like older people have this argument. And it's just like, it doesn't really work on me when they're like, oh, you want to pay for everybody's health care with your taxes? And I'm like, yes, <laughs> okay. I absolutely do. You have no idea how much I wish our money was going to health care and not bombs. Like, I'd love so much to slash half of DOD and just put that money into public works that are important. You know what would be cool? If Texas had a fucking working power grid or if Flint had clean water, or if we had a planet that wasn't perpetually dying. <laughs> like I'd love for my tax dollars to go to shit that, that like doesn't necessarily benefit me. Uh, you know what, it, it already does. When you guys, when, when you motherfuckers do tax cuts for the wealthy, I don't benefit from that. Uh, mm-hmm. Lowering the marginal corporation tax rate does nothing for me, so I really don't mind when my money goes to roads, bridges, teachers, and uh, the environment and healthcare. I love that. That's a that's yeah. awesome for me. I think gives that's me awesome.
2: that. <laughs> that's the world I want to
0: live in. Exactly. That's one billion percent the world I want to live in, Katrina. You. What do you think about the argument that, like, you know, I didn't get it, so why do you get to have it?
1: Well, I would first say that the cost of college has risen at least five times <laughs> uh-huh. the rate of inflation over you the last fifty years. You went to college
0: at Bloomsburg University for a Buffalo nickel in 1972. Right. <laughs> so, so like, what are we? So, doing?
2: first off. And you went to Bloomsburg.
0: How dare you? (laughs) Of all places. Don't do that. Don't do that. (laughs) The person that was barking earlier is now barking again, but louder.
1: Yeah. So, So, like, the the cost versus, like, what we're actually earning has not matched up in a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's important. And then I will secondly just credit a fucking TikTok I saw that literally is like, oh, well, shit. Uh, all those people who escaped slavery, why would they want the other slaves to be free? They didn't have to work as hard to get
0: free from <laughs> slavery.
2: Like, come on. Beautiful
0: Empathy. Think, empathy. Think, yeah. Like, exactly. Truly and that's
2: what it comes down to. Yeah. It, it
0: truly is. The, 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 the main like crux of it is I suffered and I don't think you should have to suffer. Yes. Like, you can like you can say it is I had a tough time with with paying for school on my own and I had to work and um I had to pay for school and pay for bills and a mortgage and yada, yada, yada. And I think that that's valid. But the idea that you're like, why is it that you're getting help when I needed help and I didn't get any and not like. I'm so glad you're getting help because I needed Mm -hmm. some and I'm glad to see someone have that help. It's like, let's Mm -hmm. not, let's not be the, let's, let's not do what these previous generations that have done, which is climb up the ladder and then pull the ladder up and then reach back down and beat us in the head with the ladder. (laughs) Let's not do that.
2: Well, and also, um, when it comes down to it, uh, See, I'm on my third glass of wine, and now I can't keep a train of thought. It's on. It's on and, now. <laughs> see, this is where the podcast gets interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, God damn it. <laughs> while this we, is terrible. John. while,
0: <laughs> while you will you, you about if that. I remember. What? Seriously? Seriously? Regardless of when you remember, just fucking interrupt. It's fine. While oh, yeah. while you think about that, Katrina, let's talk yeah. real quickly about the pol- what we think about the political ramifications of this. Um, we, like I said, we've seen Dark Brandon have a pretty good summer. Uh, mm-hmm. Post getting COVID, things have just been kind of turning hot. Up.
2: Girl summer for Joe Biden. Mm-hmm.
0: Dark Brandon summer, Get. and I think like it's getting
1: it's, that Inflation Reduction Act through, and a, then
0: this somehow corralling somehow corralling Joe Manchin. And Kirsten Cinema grabbing them both by the ears and dragging them to the fucking uh, to the to Senate floor to, to vote for a uh, a portion of his agenda and rewarding Joe Manchin with a pen. Um, I think that that's like he's he's had a, he's had a, a pretty good turnaround. I think his po- his numbers are kind of. Uh, going up again like going up again mm-hmm. um he's never going to get to where gas he was prices gas, going back down. gas prices mm-hmm. going down even though they're not where we want them to be they're still going down they've been consistently going down for like mo- like a couple of months consecutively their uh, price uh, prices have been going down we have this which is uh due to galvanize and energize a lot of people who um want more policies like this what do you think that uh, what do you think the potential um the potential upside or downside Um, is for um, the midterms.
1: I mean, certainly it's on the upswing, but we have to maintain the momentum for Mm -hmm. another six weeks.
0: Keep in mind also, I do apologize, one more thing that I I forgot to say. Um, Democrats have been doing a lot better in um, uh, elections post the Dobbs ruling. Um, Mm -hmm. Democrats have been outperforming their 2020 numbers um, in many places, including a special election in New York just recently, where um, I believe uh, the name is Pat Ryan, Pat Ryan won that election um, in a in a seat that like Biden won by like one point. They outperformed Biden there. Um, Democrats have been outperforming. Um, Democrats have been outperforming uh the twenty uh, twenty twenty numbers um and Biden's numbers um in these most in these more recent elections since Dobbs. Mm-hmm. I, I, I truly like I, I don't like that like bad things have to happen for us to be like, oh hey, let's do some like let maybe we should yeah. vote for these people. But um I do think that it's important that um, we get a good showing in the midterms. I think it's it's becoming increasingly clear that we're likely to, at the very least, hold the exact number that we have in the Senate. But truly, that's obviously not enough. Mm-hmm. Like we need two more seats along with the ones that we already have, so we can get. And
1: we need to maintain the house. And
0: we need to maintain the house, which is a much harder thing to do, mm-hmm. um, and much more daunting task. But I do think with these policy victories. And just this kind of turnaround, I think that it's it's starting to look co- going from impossible to improbable, which I would say isn't is an uptick. I'll take mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, what does everybody else think?
1: I think the important thing is that we need to maintain this for mm-hmm. six weeks, <laughs> which is hard, which mm-hmm. is really hard politically. Um, but yeah, we got two really important victories, and we have a very very serious issue that's not going away and as long as people maintain their outrage and maintain their enthusiasm for these victories over the next few weeks i think there's a positive outlook and it it would be so so great if we can actually <laughs> maintain the house win these seats in the senate and actually get something done, um, I'm just not very optimistic. We're not about, there yet. Yeah. And that's okay.
0: We're not there yet. We're absolutely not but, but it's not such there
1: a yet. huge, like from a month ago, it's mm-hmm. such a huge swing yep. from where
0: we were. Yep. 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 It, it's, it's completely different from where we previously were. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that, I think that this continues the mounting pressure on Republicans. Democrats keep, goading republicans into taking very 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 unpopular positions and the republicans are like i'll do you one better i'll be even worse than that unpopular position yeah so how how
1: about the white house's twitter account
0: uh, whoever (laughs) whoever gave the keys of the white house twitter account to dark brandon gets a gets a billion dollars from me yeah i I just watching the watching one of the things that we One of the things that we criticized about Biden so much is Biden's like, I can work with Republicans. They're not all crazy. Sure. Uh, They didn't vote to impeach the guy that sent a bunch of people to their workplace to kill them. (laughs) But I think I could get get them on board. I think that like him going on the offensive and just being like, oh, they're mad about student loan debt forgiveness. Check out all these people who had their PPP loans forgiven. Mm -hmm. I thought that was great. It was great. That was great. So
2: that's actually really funny that you mentioned that because I just saw a TikTok today from Under the Desk News. Does anybody follow? Yep, yep. And so the White House Twitter account is being run by Megan Coyne, who was the um, digital media strategist for the state of New Jersey. Okay. (laughs) Okay, all right. So there's this New Jersey girl uh just fucking shit up I would, on the white house twitter page i just want and to point
0: out that's that's th- the tweets that i saw are very jersey
2: <laughs> and um so like she's famous for um she went viral because somebody had tweeted like who gave um who gave the state of new jersey a twitter account and she responded on the new jersey twitter account your mom yep yeah and like that's like I'm I'm mm-hmm. living for it. Mm-hmm. So Megan Coyne is my new hero. Absolutely, um, but like cheers, I, cheers. I think it's so interesting how social media has kind of because social media for the longest longest time, w- when it came to politics, like butting heads mm. constantly. Like the social social media was the enemy of the government for mm. the longest longest time, and I'm seeing a trend of the government and government entities using social media to their advantage, putting young people in charge of these social media accounts and um, really kind of grounding themselves a little bit more. I love to see it. We're here for it. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm Yeah. Yeah. I think it's and truly it's one of those things where one of the things that's super important uh, for Democrats who, even though they have a, a exceedingly young base, decide that they're going to have they're going to have the oldest leadership in the entire world. Um, I do think that it's important. Like one of the things that uh, like many younger Democrats, including AOC, have, have made very clear is one of the ways that you connect with people is talk to them where they are. And like AOC has done like. Digital, digital wise, incre- an incredible job of like meeting people on like uh, Instagram lives that she does or her among Instagrams us. or or among us playing <laughs> among <laughs> us with fucking Ilhan Omar or or like doing like uh, like like just putting up a prompt uh, on Instagram and letting people ask as many questions as they want to and actually answering them. Like, I think that I think that younger people understand, um you know, the digital space way better than uh, older people like that one Democratic senator who just kept asking, um, they just keep asking, was it Zuckerberg or someone who worked at Instagram asking if they were going to shut down the Finsta program, yeah. not understanding at all what they were saying, and just kept asking that as if it was like, got them, <laughs> got them. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. Um, Katrina, do you want to end on the student loans with what we think – else is yeah what
1: else is needed
0: so this isn't over i I do think that that's very important we i i think that a lot of people sometimes equate celebrating a victory with um believing that the game is done and i think this is more of a like way to go we just won this level of a game and now we're moving on to the next level Mm -hmm. um there's more that needs to be done though this covered a lot of it um, there's still there's still a lot of debt out there that needs to be canceled. Like there, there's still truly. a lot of debt,
1: and the root of the problem has not been addressed in Pre- any way, shape, Preda- or form.
0: Predatory lending from predatory lending from um, uh, lenders like. Uh, firstly, I don't think a 17-year-old should be able to be like, yeah, I'll pay you $76,000. I don't think that they should be able to like sign on to that and have that be normal and cool. Sally
1: Mae's like, (laughs) you know, I'll take all of your 17-year-old future.
0: Mm -hmm. I'm like, thanks, baby. Where do I sign? We gave
1: Sally Mae so much money.
0: Yeah, I'll do whatever you want, Sally. Yeah. I get to go to this school for four years and I hate it? Sure. I didn't hate it. Bloom was great. Huskies, huskies forever but um but but truly like it is I, I do I do not think that it is fair or just or reasonable to accept that we told we and an entire generation above us sorry I keep blaming them because it's their fucking fault but an entire generation above us Oh wow
2: us, weird how that happens an entire mm-hmm.
0: generation above us beat into our heads that we are nothing if we don't go to college and then exactly. forced us to take out loans so that we could go to college. Yep. And then we're like, you idiot. You have so much loan debt. <laughs> you mm. dummy. Like, I think, I think. Oh, we bambles with you. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking trick. You guys got tricked and we're like, what? <laughs> you told us this was important. We're like, yeah, we did. Wow, we well, Maybe if you had a college degree,
2: you would have better. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I just, it's, I think that, I think that that needs to be addressed. The predatory, yeah. ver, like, portion of the le- like that, that, that needs to be, I think, legislated the, against. The
1: real core of the issue is addressing the costs of yes. education, mm-hmm. either through regulating how much they can actually charge us for tuition, because mm-hmm. the cost of student tuition has increased so much past what the actual rate of inflation is, or. Let's make fucking education public and yes. make it free yep. mm-hmm. and make it accessible. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what mean. needs to happen because someone yeah. uh, like while this, this plan actually does impact current students. Mm-hmm. It doesn't impact somebody who goes to school next year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like somebody who first starts school next year, this doesn't help them in any way, shape or form except. Right. Cause
2: they're going to be in the boat their- for us to, to say like, Hey, uh, sorry that happened to you. Now. Well, now we're going to have to yeah. do something about that. Don't College worry. tuition isn't going down we'll because just, of this.
0: We'll just do something about it in X amount of years, yeah. just like we did this one. And and based on the amount of time it took us to do this, like,
2: yeah,
0: you'll be 80. Yeah. <laughs> you'll be fine.
2: Emotional damage. <laughs> and I
1: know, like, Joe Biden did include reduced college prices for people who are lower income in his build back better plan in his platform when he was running. And that was completely squashed by Joe Manchin. Mm-hmm. So hopefully Joe Manchin if actually- we take back the Senate, we eliminate the filibuster, we're actually going to be able to implement these in the next couple of years. But If not, we just need a total reform of the college system, the public education system. And we need to address these problems before they start spiraling into these mountains of debt that students have to face.
0: Joe Manchin took that specific provision and just kind of crushed it into an oil so that he could sell it. (laughs) Um, Because he is absolutely a monster who is beholden to the energy industry. That's a cool joke that I made that no one seems to be (laughs) interested in, but I don't care because I'm interested
2: in it. Let me be real. (gasps) Penn State University... Mm -hmm. does not need any more money no i'm just gonna put that out there and they keep sending me letters asking for donations i was like what'd you do with the money i already gave you literally
0: literally that's a john mulaney fucking bit like that that this exact thing like the exact these motherfuckers who have the gall to call us and be like hey it's been a while since we talked do you want to give me ten thousand (laughs)
2: dollars wait what I'm like bro your degree has not given me anything thus far call me when I'm actually doing something in my field
0: okay? the, the most I do is this podcast
2: yep. <laughs> so
0: honestly I think you fucking owe me some money
1: I have a statistics yep. degree I haven't done shit with that <laughs> let's be clear not shit
0: can, oh, I, can I just point out Bloomsburg University took tens of thousands of dollars from us <laughs> and then went okay Get in this small prison cell-like room with with three three people. people. Fuck you.
1: We're going to stack as many of you in one room as we possibly can.
0: It's called tripling, and you're going to love it. You get to make more friends. Fuck off. I hated it. (laughs) I hated it. Don't put me in a small room with this many people. I fucking hate this.
1: My roommates in college when I was tripled tried to sabotage me and frame me for drinking alcohol in the <laughs> they dorm did. They when put, I was literally never there.
0: They put literally alcohol Literally never. They
1: put alcohol in, your in trash my can. trash can and tried to say that it was my fault.
0: <laughs> Bloomsburg University. Bloomsburg University. Garbage. And don't you
2: just love how like anti-drinking rules at college like <laughs> right. really keep you from drinking later in life? Yeah. Oh yeah, they totally helped. Truly,
0: We're I think so responsible. I think now. if I was able to drink in college, I wouldn't <laughs> Doing this.
2: (laughs) Right. I would have gotten it all out. I
0: I, I'd argue that the podcast would just wouldn't be a thing because I would have a better, more reasonable, and responsible relationship with alcohol. But now I'm like, nah, I'm just gonna get drunk and yell at a microphone every weekend. Love that. Love
1: that for us. (laughs) Do we have any final thoughts on the student loan plan?
0: This was a great plan. We still have work to do. But it is okay to take a moment to take a breath and celebrate something good while also understand, have a drink, have a, drink, have a toast to to something awesome, okay. but understanding that the work isn't done. its It, is, nope, it you, never is. You can do, you can have both. You can have both positions of this is fucking awesome. Dark Brandon did something pretty damn good that we weren't expecting him to do. He did more than we expected him to do. He, this was good. And we need to do more. And I'm excited for that part when we do more.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think um, it's a step in the right direction. Uh, You know, so many people are going to focus on the negative. But I think in the long run, those negatives will be more short-term and the positives will be more long-term. We'll see a happier citizenry. We'll see people more willing to take financial risks, um, which sounds like Mm -hmm a negative thing, but, um, you guys, I know, of course I bring this up at the very end of the podcast, but, um, I worked in banking for two years and, um, you know, I've seen firsthand what student loan debt can do to a person and really beat them down and make them scared to move into the next step, whatever it is, buying a house, starting a business, whatever their dream is, they are afraid to look for their dreams because what if it fails? What if I can't pay off that student loan debt? Mm-hmm. and we're gonna see people eventually once we get this all sorted out who are more willing to spread their wings and that that isn't that the American dream I'm drunk isn't that the American dream <laughs> you know like isn't that what they sold us in the beginning like people in the land of opportunity and this is part of that and it's a good step towards it and I'm feeling good I'm feeling great feeling no pain <laughs> <laughs> no pain Amazing. I love it. I think
0: that might be the first time earnestly someone said on the podcast, isn't this the American dream? (laughs) I love it. Katrina, your final thoughts?
1: No, I agree completely with what both of you said. Um, Just to shout out our own personal experience, we bought a house, and if student loan payments had come the way they were supposed to come, we would have been absolutely fucked. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) this has been great for us it cut our student loans in half it cut the amount we were expected to pay more than half and
0: thirty thousand dollars is going to be forgiven from our yes. household and we are public we are public workers so at some point the rest of it's going to be forgiven in a set, in a amount of years as well and the
1: monthly we, payment is now much more manageable than what we were expecting
0: i'm not going to pretend so, that we didn't personally we personally really benefited
1: benefit
2: from this. a lot yeah we no, love it and i did as well Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and but the thing is, that's okay. That's mm-hmm. the thing. It's like people see something, and it, like if it benefits you, then you're selfish and it's a bad thing. But mm-hmm. you know, we get a moment to breathe a, a sigh of relief, and Absolutely. that's okay. Yeah,
0: and huge relief, all, yep.
1: huge relief. I feel great about it. I'm so, I'm so much happier than I thought I was going to be about a base ten thousand amount. Like they they went beyond what what I was expecting, and I think that's great.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So no, I did not expect to have the prospect of all of my debt erased. Yeah. That was a game changer for me. And I know we're coming down to the end, but you can even cut this out if you have to, but just to share with you guys that, like I said, I grew up not knowing where my next meal was going to come from. Not knowing if I'd have a house over my or a house, over my head, a roof over my head, Um, you know, just being homeless and being, just at the very worst that you could be in all I've ever wanted is to never be in that position again. And never, I, I will not have children until I feel comfortable that I'll be financially able to care for them and not put them in the same position that I was in. And now that I don't have to tangle with student loan debt, I feel that dream is more achievable. I feel um, like a huge weight is lifted off my shoulders and I'll be able to spread my wings and create a future for me and my family. And I'm just, I I can't tell you what that means to me. And I hope that people know people who have similar stories and Mm -hmm. and can celebrate with us and, and know that it, it truly is amazing what is happening. And um, it's nice when we've been kicked to the ground so hard since the 2016 election. And uh, I mean, it just, if as a as someone who votes Democrat pretty regularly, it's it's hard to go and, and cast my vote because I feel like nothing's ever gonna change and I don't feel like that today. That's oh.
1: great. And I, I wanna say you're definitely not alone. Mm-hmm. Like like I said, twenty million people yeah. are gonna have their debt completely forgiven. And that is just incredible. Amazing. And it makes such a big change in so many people's lives. Mm-hmm. And and one thing I don't think we mentioned is that people who maybe paid off their debt in the last like two and a half years since March of 2022 can actually get their money refunded
3: yep. and uh-huh. then claim
1: this forgiveness.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
1: So like check that out. If you've been paying on yeah. it since the pause, this, this could make a huge deal
0: yeah.
1: uh, in your life. And it's I, such a big financial benefit.
0: And Shannon, I'm going to let you know to, that I'm not worried. We would never cut what you said for two reasons. One it is very important for people to hear those kinds of stories and like real personal experiences and how how this specific thing can truly like be in a sense life-changing and no, important and, yeah. and 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 like just helps you deal with with stress and anxiety. And also I don't edit these. I'm not going to. I'm not.
2: I mean, I mean, I thought maybe after this you'd be like, "Oh, this is the one time Shannon went nope. too far. She she went over time. She didn't listen to the rules."
0: Shannon, if I'm and not going to edit gonna... the part where I canceled you for going against reparations, I'm not going to edit this out.
2: Oh, okay, fair enough. All right, so we balanced out. We came at the end to a, a to the black. That we balanced good. it out for sure. And you know what?
1: We're going to end this on a completely different note. Yes. We're going to end this on a, have you heard about this?
0: This is, have you heard about this? It is our segment where one of us reads a news article that the other person hopefully has not read or Mm -hmm. seen. Um, And then we just, so, so Shannon Katrina is going to be running this. She is going to be reading a a news article and we just kind of react to it as it comes. I'll,
1: I'll be honest. This went viral. So you might've seen it, but it's, it's absolutely ridiculous, okay. so I have to read it. Okay. Uh, the headline is, a couple accused by firefighter say their party wasn't racist. What? <laughs> yes, I did see that. Weren't right. they a politician? No, wait, 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 wait. Just, just terrain Sorry. terrain Sorry. maybe hasn't seen it, so I, let's just read the article. I
0: haven't seen it, but <laughs> if you have to tell people that your party isn't racist, I've got bad news yeah, yeah. for you. Oh yeah. oh, yeah,
1: there's bad news. Uh, from Oh, Ra- it was. I read the article. <laughs>
0: wait could you tell me where where the Rochester New York thank you
1: a Rochester couple who a black fighter, firefighter accused of throwing a racist pool party this summer <laughs> mocking the Juneteenth holiday what no <laughs> said on Tuesday that the party was intended to ridicule liberal politicians but wasn't big- bigoted
0: okay I I I have I have some questions I'm going to hold until you read the next paragraph, because I feel like they might be answered.
1: The couple, dentist Nicholas Nicosia and real estate agent Mary, I'm not even going to try to pronounce that name, (laughs) Nicosia, said their July 7th party had been mischaracterized, but Nicosia confessed to running a racist Twitter account. What?
0: Hang on. Now, hang on. Whoa. My party wasn't racist. My Twitter (laughs) is the racist part. My party? My party was normal and fine and cool. It's my Twitter you need to work. Why
2: the firefighters were called to the party? Oh yeah. Their captain
1: made them show up. I I think that might be later in this article. I'm not (laughs) I I read multiple articles about this story because it's wild. But yeah, they were forced to attend by their, their firefighter captain. Um According to a legal notice filed by firefighter Gerard Jones, the Nicolas size party featured a display mocking the Juneteenth holiday, which celebrates the end of slavery in the 19th century with Juneteenth flags displayed over buckets of fried chicken. Can I
0: just really quickly here's, this is why this is why people of color don't want white people to learn about important <laughs> stuff in our history. Cause you motherfuckers.
2: Ruin it. <laughs> well, I mean, what also, why were they having a Juneteenth themed party on in July to I mock to the remember, liberals? Like, but if you're gonna, if, uh, you're, right, right, if
0: you're gonna be like, like, just be time appropriate about it, I think,
2: right? Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't go around like saying I hate gay people when it's not June, yeah.
0: You know, I, like, I, save, May. <laughs> I save all of that for June. <laughs>
2: As a bisexual woman, I love to go around in June and be just like, them gays. I can't. Like, I really can't. Uh,
1: Jones, Jones, a 14 year veteran of the fire department, said his captain forced him and two co workers to attend the party while on duty. He filed. While did-
0: hey, you're getting paid. Get your ass in this party. <laughs>
1: He filed a notice of claim against the city of Rochester and the fire department, seeking at least three million for emotional distress and at least one million damage. in compensatory damages. <laughs> the fire captain was
0: suspended by the department and later
1: retired. <laughs>
0: Rightfully so. Of course, uh, no, yeah, of course he get, he gets to retire. I imagine with pension, Oh right? yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs>
1: The no. Nicosias said Tuesday at a news conference with their attorney that the party was anti-liberal, not anti-Juneteenth. <laughs> Hogan showed an invitation that described the party as a liberal smashing
0: splish splash pool party. <laughs> I mean, Didn't you
2: know that all black people are liberal?
0: Yeah, we all are. Every one of them. <laughs> including
2: uh, Clarence Thomas.
0: Clarence Thomas, Senator Tim Scott.
2: <laughs> ben Carson. Ben Carson.
1: For, former the, Secretary the of The, the deceased Herman Cain. The,
0: yes, the late Herman Cain. <laughs> May he rest in...
1: Nicosia said that the <laughs> hey, <saw> fried chicken <laughs> was simply a convenient food choice not meant as a racist trope
2: listen have you ever sat in the kfc drive through that's never a convenient choice
0: no it's not it's absolutely not it's not
2: uh
1: nicosia did admit to running an anonymous twitter account that posted racist images and content but denied being racist i love that that's
0: the part i love (laughs) the part the part where they're because here's the thing did that? How'd that come up? Besides, she was like, "Oh, so, so sure, I run a Twitter where I make fun of blacks." Like, that's truly, mm-hmm. like, truly. Wh- how did that come up other than that specific <laughs> statement? Because I can't imagine that the the reporter was like, "Well, were there any other things that may have mm-hmm. been construed as racist? For example, do you run a Twitter account that says terrible things about?" It's like, "Oh yeah, I sure I do." Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> quote. I have made blatantly racist comments under that persona, she said. What? What? No! Quote, the culture of Twitter operates that way. It gives you an opportunity to be someone you're not.
0: Quote, sure I said the N-word a bunch on Twitter. Why should that matter right now?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Unquote. Well, racist people, man. (laughs) (laughs) But
1: she doesn't really feel like that way. No. She just does it for fun.
0: She's just she just does it for fun. She's on Twitter and everybody else. Because she doesn't
1: t- actually think
0: that. Right.
2: You know what else I do for fun? Um, I like bash children and pick <laughs> puppies. That's yeah. also what yeah. I do for fun. But I am not anti-child or puppy. No, also.
0: no, no.
2: no. Uh, Nikosia. I.
0: I sure, sure. Sure, I kicked Timmy into the well, but that doesn't mean I hate Timmy or Wells. That just means I'm just, that was, that was the kind of day I was having.
2: You know, that's the thing about the the Wells. You know, they give you an opportunity to be the kind of person you wouldn't normally be <laughs> if there wasn't a well exactly. or Timmy. Exactly. exactly.
0: The only reason I kicked Timmy into that well is because I was I was doing the persona that I do around Wells and Timmy. <laughs>
1: Nicosia said he has lost patience at his dental practice because of the allegations of racism. I, quote, we were tried and convicted on social media in a false narrative that was created. By a dentist?
0: Quote, yeah, yeah, yeah. quote, I hate not being able to work on teeth. They're so white, it's my favorite.
2: <laughs> Oh,
0: wait,
2: is he a dentist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's a dentist. <laughs> oh, shit. I was like, oh, he's uh, a dentist? Yeah,
0: <laughs> you not hearing that makes the thing I said sound fucking crazy.
1: <laughs> um, asked about the news conference, Jones's attorney said that the Nicosias had confirmed the substance of Jones's notice of claim while additionally admitting to the Twitter account, quote, we will use that press conference as evidence going forward, he oh said. Oh, my
0: God, so good. <laughs> so good that's
1: the article
2: that
0: was wow. that was a roller coaster <laughs> oh it's yeah
2: I, listen i read that sober and it was even better listening to it drunk it's just
0: mm-hmm. it great it's mm-hmm.
2: so fun and
0: crazy
1: there are a lot if you if you look into the story you can look at the twitter it's heinous i don't um, know like that. that part's part it's fun. just like there are a lot of that that was a pretty um mild article for
2: what this <laughs> thing
0: was like there, I saw the
2: pictures, man. Yeah, look at ju- the pictures, terrain.
0: Uh, no, I'm good, man. I will be probably still. <laughs> oh,
2: maybe you don't. I don't. No, I'll probably still do uh, it. I, I don't. Like, oh, I forgot terrain. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't want to do it, but I'm probably gonna. I was
2: like, oh, I don't want to give you emotional trauma. Hey, man, check that out,
0: terrain. You're gonna want to look at this, but also <laughs> you definitely don't want to look at this. <laughs> I just, I think one of like the, the just the I I truly I can't stress this enough. I need to know how the Twitter got brought up because, like, you, you know, in the she lawsuit,
2: just, she volunteered that information. That's the she thing. She was like, "Listen, but the party wasn't racist." But full disclosure,
0: <laughs> look, I want to. I just want to be open and honest about this. The party was super fine and tame, and nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. I just hate liberals, and that's all it was. I mm-hmm. do have a Twitter account, mm-hmm. and the Twitter
2: like, guys. The body you found in my living room, I did not kill, but I have murdered over 20 people.
0: Yeah. I didn't kill that guy. I killed those guys. God. But also I killed that guy. Also I killed that guy too. I fucking hate Chris. (laughs) Chris is a real asshole. (laughs) Oh, I think that's, I think that's going to do it for us today. Oh my God. That was so much fun. Shannon. Yes. Tell us where we can find you and the stuff you're working on.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, best thing is my Instagram, uh, at field research, um, because I'm a dork and that's how I name my Instagram account. Um, so anything coming up with my comedy is going to be on there. Um, like I said, I've got a show coming up tomorrow night. I'm excited about with uh, some of my really good friends um we love to make people laugh together and there will be wine excellent um and so that's coming up uh, i have i'm working on a podcast so to be to coming soon,
0: to, uh, be coming soon. <laughs> to
2: be coming soon a podcast starring myself and uh excellent comedian Hal Kramer. Uh, and you can check me out on uh I have some short films that I've done through vidjam. You can check those out. Uh, I love to make people laugh at my, I have a TikTok at the daddy quack. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so you can check that out too. Yeah. That's, that's, that's about it.
0: Well, thank you. And thank you very much for joining us. This was a blast and we need to do it again soon. Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Absolutely. Um, that's it for us at Alcoholics today. You can find us on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcast. You're listening to it now, so you probably know where to find it. Uh, like like the Facebook page and interact with that, so I don't feel like I'm screaming into a void. And um, I think that's it. Thank you all so much for listening. We will be back next week, potentially for a Labor Day extravaganza. <laughs> um, but until then, cheers! Cheers! Cheers!